History happened everywhere. The verdict. Out of office. This is our after show podcast where we take a look back at Bahamas. So if you haven't listened to that one, why not go back and check it out? Otherwise, there will be spoilers. Hello, friends. Ryan here. Pete's with me in the studio. I'm also here. Hey, Pete. And on the phone, we have Paul Dursley, our regular reviewer and critic. How are you doing, Paul? Uh, not too bad, thanks. How are you? Excited, because we're pretty certain that you've been so thoroughly entertained that you're going to shower us with effusive praise. Yeah. We're sorry we can't be here right now. This is actually an automated message. (laughs) (laughs) We just recorded all of these questions for you before we left to go on our little break. So please give answers timed with the gap. (laughs) I'm not sure I can do that because there's so much to get in. You've made so many errors. Oh, (laughs) that's fight and talk. Right, where do we start then, Paul? Should we start at the beginning? Let's start positively, come on. Uh, Did you enjoy this episode? So-so. That wasn't very positive, Pete. No, but it's okay. I'm a (laughs) thick-skinned individual. (laughs) All right, so let's let's talk about it, Paul. What what went wrong? Oh, well, basically factuality, if that's a word. Um, So give us some, what stood out for you as being incorrect? You don't know the difference between square miles and miles squared or kilometres squared. So you no, said, I really don't. Said, uh, <laughs> Please explain. You said that it was 169 million square kilometres. Well, that is sort of bigger than Africa and Eurasia combined. <laughs> Maybe you overcooked that. <laughs> Pete, what are you playing at? I may have had a transcription error. <laughs> so you what should said it have been? 13,000 kilometres squared. Instead of square kilometres. Which is called 13,000 squared. Oh. I don't understand the difference. 13,000 square kilometres. I don't understand the difference. Someone <laughs> explains to me what you're talking about. What's the difference between a square kilometre? No. Yeah, a square kilometre and a kilometre squared. Well, there's nothing, no difference there, but there's a difference between two square kilometres and two kilometres squared. And that difference <laughs> Please explain. That's the point where you jump in and tell us what it is. Well, it's two... Uh, two square kilometres. Again, need more information. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try and help you out here. Okay. Is it, uh, Paul, that a one by one square, we'll assume it's a kilometre for now, uh, if you had two of those, that's two square kilometres. Correct. If you had two kil- uh, kilometres squared, you'd have four kilometres, four yeah, boxes. Two by two times two, so two squared is four, as opposed to two. So you'd have two. The difference is two. I don't know what anyone is talking but about. But you said right 13,000 squared. Uh, they are 13,000 kilometers uh, squared. Mm-hmm. This is an act of linguistic pedantry, not mathematical <laughs> error, I think is the problem. <laughs> Can someone please tell me how big Bermuda is? It's the size of Africa and Asia combined. <laughs> Not Bermuda, Bahamas. That's another thing to pick you up on. Oh, Bermuda so is not in the Bahamas. Is it not? No, it's no. not. It's its own place. I knew that and forgot to say anything. So the two people you mentioned were also not Bahamian. Who? The guy who wrote the coconut song was born in America. 
And Garfield Sobers was born in Barbados, as was Rihanna. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to just like fool the world? What are you, what were you playing at? Mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> you said it all with such conviction. Talk about shouting at the radio. There were quite a few. And of course, the Bahamas are not in the Caribbean. But yeah, so between essentially between Cuba and Florida in mm-hmm. the Caribbean Sea. The Bahamas are not in the Caribbean. Where are they? Well, they're in the Atlantic Ocean. Are they? Yeah. As is Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> you have to just delete this episode as being morally unsound for broadcast. No, I think the, Car- the Caribbean Sea is a Mediterranean Sea bounded on the west and south by Mexico and northern South America and by the north and east of uh, Jamaica, Cuba and the Windward Islands. Anything north of that is the Gulf of is the Gulf of Mexico if you're northwest and if you're northeast you're in the Atlantic. Yeah, well that's why we do the verdict to fact check ourselves and make sure that we do uh, we do these things right. All right, well Given that we got some things wrong, <laughs> including me on this, by the way, <laughs> drag me into your hellhole. You got something wrong as well. Uh, well, of course I did. That's expected. You said the sand would come over in the jet stream. I don't think so. The jet stream flows from west to east. Does it? Oh, I thought jet streams went all over the place. I thought they were just generic well, jet no, streams. Well, no, jet streams always go from west to east because it's to do with the rotation of the earth. So then how did the stuff get there? Well, it, it would have been some weather thing, but not the not the jet stream. Something I think they're called Hadley cells. Can I just ask a question? If it constantly goes west to east, is it not possible it could just go in one direction all the way around the globe? It does. <laughs> so then, isn't it possible that it is the jet stream? It just went a long way around the Earth rather than a short way. I never said it went east to west. Well, I'm going to have to give you that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quality, almost legalistic defence there. <laughs> so that leaves just Pete with the one who hey, look, all the others wrong. I'm, I'm just wrong, so I've got no defence, have I? <laughs> I bet you're glad you left your robot to deal with this one this now. This robot is wondering about his terms and conditions of employment <laughs> you feeling a little bit attacked here? this robot would get another job if he could just get past that capture stage <laughs> <laughs> if he could identify street lights exactly and hydrants <laughs> all right paul uh let's let's move this on from we're getting stuff wrong to what did we get right what did you enjoy was there anything about this that you weren't shouting at the radio about I'm saying radio just because I'm talking your language, by the way. <laughs> In the, the wire, the gramophone. <laughs> the wireless, yeah, sorry. Although, of course, wireless has come back. It was a word that sort of died out and now it's come back. True, I, that's a very good point. Anyway, um, I like the thing about the mountains. Or ah. What? Oh, yeah, the fact that the mountain was only the size of a tree. And Pete swimming with hammerhead sharks was quite amusing. <laughs> well, was it Pete or was it somebody else? I couldn't work that out. Oh, oh yeah. the mystery time traveller. Well, it was me for a while, but then I had to return from my time travelling holiday. Uh, and then a far more capable time traveller <laughs> decided they too were interested in this uh, visit that was on special offer at the time in the future. 
yeah. hence the enormous popularity of that time and location for time traveling tourists. All right, we're, we're, we're jumping around here. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's bring it into focus. We'll talk about time travel in a minute and the practicalities of time travel because uh, I suspect that Paul has some significant issues with the, the idea of being able to time travel. But before we get into the, the, the depths of, of that particular bowl of spaghetti, Peter, uh, as a time traveler, prospective time traveler would you go back to bahamas at this point no why it doesn't seem very dangerous well, as soon as i got through my packed lunch then i'd start to starve to death almost immediately i can't fish and i can't <laughs> i'm not very physically capable so it's not really for me i'd watch someone else's holiday film of their visit you don't think you could last a week on um empty beaches where would you get water yeah, there are some. There is one river on the Bahamas, mm. um, and the others are called creeks or something. So there is fresh water, but the fish. I, I can. You'd have to make a fishing rod, right? Our rules were you couldn't take tools through with you. Yeah, that's true. So, so I just think the lack of a hook to make a fishing rod with. Also, you're just not smart, right? As has been proven by this episode. So maybe I'm asking the wrong person. Maybe Paul, if you were to travel back in time, assuming that time travel was possible, which okay, it isn't, hold, which it isn't, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but let's assume that it was. How long do you think you'd be able to last on a Bohemian island by yourself? Uh, not very long, I think. You don't think you'd be able to fish? Oh, well, fish is one thing, but as I said, water. Uh, how do you know where to get to the water if, if there's one river on the in the six hundred the six or seven hundred islands mm. you're randomly on one island how do you know where the river is even have you ever, on that island i i, I think uh lack of water is going to be the big problem yes you have, could probably get fish because they wouldn't know you know wouldn't be predicated against humans or the big black shapes that they see up above coming down and plucking them out of the water so it'd probably be quite easy to fish yeah could you drink their blood as fresh water oh well it's blood right but would that not quench your thirst it feels feels like less of a fun holiday (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the water content of blood (laughs) fish blood in particular (laughs) what about mollusks like surely they're going to be easier to catch than fish Yes, um, though, well, it seems there are lots of queen conchers out there, Mm. which you were right. They are ugly looking things, aren't they? They're really scary. They're like alien. Aren't they a delicacy there? Don't they chop them up and have them in a salad? It seems plausible. I think as a time traveler, I'd have a go at a a mollusk if I couldn't find myself stabbing a bonefish or something. I I, I don't know where mollusks are found, though. Are they deep sea or? I don't know. That's where I'd look first. And there's bound, there's bound to be fruit or stuff there. But, yeah, people say, why would you go on holiday? And it's, it's even worse than going camping. And no one in their right mind would go camping. Swimming with the pigs. Have you ever swum with pigs? No, that was the best bit of the podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good fun. Sw- swimming with pigs. And, and, and your, little, uh, your little thing about who came up with that idea. <laughs> the pig farmer clearly got an excess of pigs to get rid of alan alan from pig farm has had an idea <laughs> there are always pigs on small islands i guess they're bought on for food and yeah i mean it strikes quite, me as sailors right they're hardy foragers aren't they they look, look after themselves and they stay fresh for weeks 
Right. And if you ever come back, you're a sailor, right? You drop off some pigs, you come back later on, you got a fresh Yum. Uh, pig pig to eat if you needed some food. Lots of pigs. Well, assuming you drop two off. Yeah, you just drop two girls that I've made a terrible <laughs> mistake. <laughs> All right, let's get into it then. Come on then, Paul. Time travel. Tell us about time travel. How do we do it? How do I go back in time, Paul? How is it possible? How do we make it possible? Uh, what do I have to do? Well, it hasn't happened yet. I can tell you that. Because if it was, where are the people from the future? Hayden, watching. Stephen Hawkins used to throw a party for time travellers every year. Yes, exactly. I was going to mention and that. Nobody came, but it could just mean that nobody liked Stephen Hawkins. Yeah, they just didn't want to come. They had <laughs> other things to do. You've invented time travel. You're not just going to go to a party. And, and also, and I can't remember the physics of this, so, but you cannot go back in time before the time machine, before the first time machine was invented. Uh, it could be invented. Okay. So... So if you invented a time machine tomorrow, you could only ever go back to tomorrow. You couldn't go before tomorrow. Why? As I said, I can't remember the – it's quite uh, convoluted. Physics. physics. But you, you've already got a time machine just because it didn't exist beforehand. Well, uh, you know, there are loads of paradoxes as well, aren't there? The grandfather paradox. What happened if you went back in time and killed your grandfather? Right. And I and what and so the theory being that I would disappear. Because, yes. So what would happen? What would happen then? Well, then my grandfather wouldn't get killed because I didn't exist. Well, you say that, but in Back to the Future, very clearly Martin McFly came back to a much improved life. So yeah, and that is fact. That is fact. <laughs> Actual <laughs> documentary. <laughs> um. A time travel, though. I mean, in all seriousness, though, Paul, you're a physics. Well, we're we're, uh, we're all travelling in time at the moment. How so? Well, we're tra- we're all travelling at one second per second, aren't we? Into the future. Ah, into the future. So the future's happening now and now. Well, if you think now, about it, forward for, forward time travel is so cryogenic stasis would be a form of forward time travel. Well, yeah, it's it's like it's like the twin paradox as well, isn't it? Whereas if you if you have a, a a pair of twins and you send one to Alpha Centauri, travelling at a good fraction of the speed of light, it'll it'll take him seven years, but on Earth it'll take forty nine years. So when he would come back seven years older, yeah, his brother would be forty nine years older. That's a form of time travel, but into the future. It's easier to time travel into the future than into the past. I read somewhere that the universe conceivably would reach a point of expansion, and then start to contract and time would go into reverse uh that was a theory but that depends upon the amount of matter in the universe and this is all the this is all the thing to do with black matter uh, dark matter and dark energy they don't think they're pretty certain there isn't enough to get the universe to contract again and for that to happen so it's just going to expand forever into nothingness into nothingness. Where does everything go if it if if it's just expanding? Surely it's still there. It's just it's expanding. Further and further everything apart. Just decay down into protons, and if protons decay, which they're not certain of yet, uh, it would just be a sort of a massive nothingness of nothing. Nothingness of nothing. With no wow. time. Just this podcast sounds, ringing out across the void. It sounds like my social <laughs> life. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, lockdown extreme. <laughs> is is listening back to a podcast time travel? Is it isn't it a lot like a window into the past? This podcast we were sitting here talking about this at some point, and now we're listening um, to it. I'm actually saying it. Only I'm now listening to it. Yes and no, isn't it? Yes, it's a window in the past, but no, it's not the past. Isn't it a type of travel? Well, it's in your head, isn't it? So it's not. Is it? It's not um, time travel in the sense of traveling through time. It's time travel in the sense of memory. Well, no, because I'm listening to it. Yes, but what? What in in the moment you are listening to something that you did in the past that doesn't put you in the past in your mind you might think of remembering things that you were doing at that time in the past so if i was able to time travel and appeared in this room right now and i could hear myself saying these words right now that would be time travel but me in the future listening to these words that i'm saying right now isn't time travel correct you can't you can't then go back and sort of advise yourself how you'd be able to Make it big in the future. I know the winners of all the grand nationals or whatever they do in Back to the Future. Pete, I can tell you without having to time travel that future you is going to remain poor. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <fair>. yeah. <laughs> time travel exists. <laughs> Um, Paul. Yes. Would you swim in Dean's blue hole? <laughs> um, no, because I'm not a very strong swimmer is the truth. I like to keep to my depth. And if it falls off to 600 feet, foot very quickly, I... That's suddenly very much out of I'm your very depth. very much <laughs> out of my depth, yes. I would... Yeah. I saw some of those big blue holes last year, actually, but not in... Um, not in the Bahamas. It, this was actually in the Caribbean, um, off the coast of Belize. <laughs> I love the fact he's really digging into you. Really this going for it, isn't you've, he? You've 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 been rolled over on this episode, sure. Pete. Well, the sea sort of is a is a real turquoise colour, and then it just goes really dark blue in circles. Amazing, scary too. I don't like all that stuff. I don't mind going for a little scuba dive or whatever, but. Sudden sheer drops of six hundred feet into dark blue that you can't see the bottom of. Nope. Thank you. I went scuba diving once, um, <clears throat> just in a pool, in a training pool, because uh, mm -hmm. a girlfriend at the time was a scuba instructor, mm -hmm. and I thought this is going to be really fun. And she was like, "Oh, it feels a tremendous sense of sense of space." No, sir. I felt super claustrophobic and was just horrified by the whole experience. Yeah, really. So it's weird because you can see everything and it's all spread out. This was even just in a swimming pool. But you've also got all this stuff clamped over your eyes and a big thing in your mouth. Not for me. I understand the appeal, but no thanks. I'm all right. Not for you. Paul, you've been scuba diving? Uh, not scuba diving, but I have been snorkeling in relatively cold water wearing a wetsuit. And that's the trouble. Okay. Uh, sort of a generic wetsuit that you don't know who's been in it before. Was this uh, when you went to Skegness? And when it's too when it's too tight, you're sort of halfway swimming, and you need to immediately rush to the lavatory. 
Right. <laughs> well, I think you'll find the people wearing that suit before you, Paul, did not feel the need to rush to the lavatory. Perhaps it's just too. I'm too fat, and they didn't have any big enough wetsuit. <laughs> I like. I like the thing about the um, underwater waterfall of sand. Oh yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Did you did you actually look it up, or did you just take my vivid description as sufficient? Well, no, I, I took your description, but thinking about it now, did you make it up? <laughs> no, no, it's a real thing. I saw some video of it as well. But again, that that sounds something fascinating to see those those weird quirks of nature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have, have you been to the Bahamas, though, Paul? No, no, I haven't. I've been to the north coast of Cuba. Not even Barbados. See, I thought you said you'd been to the Caribbean. I have been to the Caribbean. Right, so I guess that's new, Bahamas. No, the Bahamas are not in the Caribbean. I'm messing with you, Paul. The north coast of Cuba is not in the Caribbean as well. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I think I, I actually just want to know what the grade is. I, I can't <laughs> wait any longer. I need to know how bad this grade is going to be. It's not going to be as bad as you think, actually, because whatever people think, I'm not an absolute hole. (laughs) (laughs) Dean's blue hole. Dean's blue hole of a man. (laughs) Dursley blue hole. I'm going to have to give it a D for facts. Oh, that feels light, given what you've been saying. uh, A D for facts, but it was an, an enjoyable romp. Uh, through Pete's imagination. <laughs> so I'll promote it to uh, C. No, leave it there. You don't have C to promote minus. it. C double minus. C double minus. That's a D, isn't it? <laughs> just say D. D plus then. If you really want me to give you jerk, You're just negotiating me down. I'm remembering. <laughs> I re- hey, I negotiated you up. He said D originally, and then it's a D plus now. No, so. he said D originally as a preface to his extraordinarily if you could time generous travel. You would find out I'd said that. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, okay, well, uh, I feel like we should draw this to a close because I feel like Pete has had enough. I've been brutalised. Brutalisation. I may never get over this. Fortunately, I'm a bot. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to come back to this. This is like that horror letter that you've come back to after your holiday. It's oh. been sitting on your doorstep for a week. Yeah, then we'll publish this and then we'll be reminded of the horror all over again. All over I'll again. have to apologise to Bohemians the world over. Mm-hmm. And Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Paul, for joining us here today uh, on this very special out-of-office version of History Happens Everywhere, The Verdict. Um, I I feel like you've enjoyed this perhaps more than you should have done. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Your levels of schadenfreude are through the roof. I can feel them from here. (laughs) You want me to tell you the truth, and come on. There were a lot of facts wrong right at the start. It, it's not a good start. You absolutely have nothing to uh, to concern yourself about. This is on us to uh, get the facts right. Yep, I had one job. One job, Pete. Didn't 
down I blew it. What can I say? I'm sorry, everyone. I really enjoyed it, though. It was still one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to revel in the fact that you got a D plus and, um, and just sit and enjoy the rest well, of gonna... your pain and misery. No, thanks, mate. No. <laughs> hey, it'll be fine. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled History Happened Everywhere podcast where you get things right and Paul doesn't take you apart piece by piece. Hooray. Next week. Are you looking forward to it, Paul? Yes. Anything else to add, Paul? <laughs> no. All right. Goodbye. On that note, <laughs> thank you for listening to History, History Happened everywhere. everywhere. The verdict. Out of office. Thanks for listening to History Happened Everywhere. I'm Ryan and he's Pete. And uh, if you want to get in touch with either of us, you can do that through hhepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can use hhepodcast in any of the usual social media. That's right. And, you know, if you did enjoy the show and you enjoy it, let's help spread the word, uh, get more people coming. And you can do that by rating and reviewing at your podcast provider. We'd love to hear what you think. As long as it's nice. Yeah, please be nice. Be nice. We're very sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so are you sitting comfortably in your regular recording seat? I've got a cup of tea and a cake. What kind of cake? You can't just say cake with specifics, please. Battenberg. Oh, Battenberg. I don't know anyone who's bought Battenberg ever. I used to buy Battenberg in the 80s. Mm. Um, But it's a good cake. I don't know why I stopped. Right. It's a fun cake, isn't it? Of all the oh, cakes, it really stands out. You could play chess on a Battenberg. We're a very quick game of chess. <laughs> and I was thinking you could lay out, you would slice your Battenberg to oh, make a chessboard. To make an actual chessboard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an idiot. You could use a marzipan <laughs> to make little figures. Exactly. Little chess pieces. That's probably what you do if you're washed up on a desert island with nothing but a Battenberg. <laughs> <laughs>